I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight, just six weeks as prime minister after just six weeks, Liz Truss announces her resignation. We'll go in depth on this with the Washington Post's William Booth at 610. And the Dow loses 90 points. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden hit the campaign trail in Pennsylvania today with just weeks to go before midterms. CBS's Natalie Brand reports. Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman was on hand to greet President Biden as he landed in the key battleground state of Pennsylvania. The president came to tout the bipartisan infrastructure bill being used to rebuild a bridge that collapsed in January. We managed to get some Republicans to vote for this, 13 in the House and 19 in the Senate. Fetterman is locked in a tight race with Republican challenger Dr. Mehmet Oz. The Pennsylvania contest is one of the races that will decide control of the Senate, which CBS News still projects as a toss-up. As the flu season gets underway, hospitals in at least 33 states are now seeing a spike in cases of children suffering from a respiratory illness known as RSV. Connecticut's even thinking about calling in the National Guard now because hospitals are so overwhelmed. British Prime Minister Liz Truss has resigned. I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Trust lost confidence from her party over her failed economic plans. The State Department has now confirmed Iranian military personnel have been helping the Russia's military operate and carry out deadly drone strikes in Ukraine. Spokesman Ned Price. We're concerned that Russia may also seek to acquire advanced conventional weapons from Iran. Uh, that includes potentially surface-to-air missiles uh, that will almost certainly be used to support Russia's war against Ukraine. A grand jury has indicted a man in Pennsylvania. CBS's Scott McFarland tells us why. Federal threat charges are filed against 25-year-old Robert Vargo of the Scranton, Pennsylvania area. According to prosecutors, Vargo sent a letter and white powder to the chair of the House January 6th Select Committee to the office of Benny Thompson, the Mississippi Democrat. According to prosecutors, the powder turned out to be harmless. In the letter, they say Vargo not only threatened Thompson, but also the president and a federal judge. A jury in New York City has ruled that Kevin Spacey did not sexually abuse actor Anthony Rapp in the 80s. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. The jury deliberated a little more than an hour before deciding Rapp had not proved his allegations. Outside the courthouse, Spacey's attorney Jennifer Keller said she is pleased. I'm very grateful to the jury for seeing through these false allegations. Rapp was asking for $40 million in damages. Spacey's career has been derailed following a number of sexual abuse allegations. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Spacey's pleaded not guilty to similar charges in the UK. The Dow lost 90 points today. The NASDAQ was down 65. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Hello, everybody. It is 6.03 on a very lovely evening this Thursday, October the 20th, 58 degrees. That's 58 in Fairfax. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour. If you want to comment on Virginia's proposed and controversial transgender policy for public school students, you only have a few days left. And Governor Glenn Youngkin has a message for you. 
He says once the policy is law, he expects the state school districts to enforce it. Some school systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax counties, say they won't follow the new policy, which would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Governor Youngkin's response? It's the law. Though it's not clear what Youngkin can do to force school systems to listen. For now, he just says... Parents have a fundamental right in the Commonwealth to be the key decision-maker with their children in these decisions. This is a time for us to recognize laws are on the books for reasons, and we need to abide by them. Public comments on the proposed changes are being accepted through Wednesday of next week. Nick Heindelli, WTOP News. DC's 911 call center is again under scrutiny. Public safety blogger Dave Statter reports another case of a call taker's mistake causing a delay in sending help. According to Statter911.com, a 911 call came in on the evening of October 10th about an unresponsive man on the floor. The caller asked for someone to check his vital signs and said she couldn't lift him. At that point, sources tell Statter the call was classified as a lift assist. That's a non-emergency. 20 minutes later, a ladder truck was sent to the apartment where first responders found the man in cardiac arrest. They radioed for an EMS, which was dispatched within seconds, but the man died. Sources in D.C. government tell Statter the call taker missed crucial information that could have prioritized the response. And Statter reports the Office of Unified Communication directed requests for comment to D.C.'s Freedom of Information Act portal under a new OUC policy. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. If confirmed, this would be the seventh person this year to die in the district after 911 call takers delayed sending help because of a mistake. One other note, Dave Statter is married to our own Hillary Howard. There's never been a $10 million settlement for housing discrimination in the U.S. before now. But three D.C. real estate companies and their executives will pay that amount for discriminating against renters using housing vouchers. What a tremendous win for working families. Alyssa Silverman of the D.C. Council at the announcement that, along with paying $10 million in fines, Darrow Management Services, Darrow Realty, and Infinity Real Estate will be dissolved and permanently barred from managing residential real estate in D.C. This is just huge. It's also... What an effective deterrent. The settlement involves discrimination to exclude people with vouchers from 15 buildings in wards 1, 2, and 3. Christy King, WTOP News. The Falls Church restaurant community is coming together to support Ireland's Four Courts restaurant and pub after that fiery August crash that left 15 people hurt there in Arlington. The Crawl for the Courts fundraiser to support the rebuilding of the restaurant and its employees is being supported by neighboring restaurants and bars including Liberty Barbecue and Ireland's Four Provinces. The event in Falls Church runs from 3 to 8 p.m. Saturday, November 5th. Tickets are 100 bucks a person. All the proceeds go to Ireland's Four Courts. You can get more information at WTOP.com. Ireland's Four Courts is in Arlington on Wilson Boulevard. Right. Hey, are you looking for something to do this weekend? Ocean City's four-day Sun Fest is back, and it'll last through Sunday. There is a lot to see and a lot to buy. The festival is filled with arts and crafts and music and food from more than 200 regional artisans. If you head out there, it's happening at the south end of the Ocean City Boardwalk. Stay with us here on WTOP. Huge international news today. Tonight, Liz Truss resigns as Prime Minister in Britain, and we will talk about the fallout from that with William Booth of the Washington Post in just a few. 6.07. Sorcery, romance, melodrama on an epic scale. Washington National Opera presents Verdi's Il Trovatore for the ultimate night out. With its sweeping scope, soaring melodies, and instantly recognizable anvil chorus, this is opera at its most spectacular. A world-class cast unites to master Verdi's vocal acrobatics in this sensational story. October 20
22nd through November 7th in the Opera House. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. With the threats to our nation evolving and growing in complexity, the right technology is essential to the decision-making process. For over a decade, Palantir has proudly partnered with the U.S. government and the private sector to help solve the world's hardest problems. From pandemic response to military mission planning to supply chain challenges and beyond, decision-makers need solutions that meet their needs now. And Palantir provides the foundational software of tomorrow delivered today. To get started, visit Palantir.com. Hope you're enjoying this lovely evening, 608. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We start as we always do with traffic and Dave. All right, way too much heavy traffic to mention specifically, so we just touch on the big things and mention that there's a lot going on. There have been a lot of crashes today, so we're doing our best. Interloop, long-standing crash in Montgomery County. Long delays getting there, and after New Hampshire Avenue, the right side remains blocked. 95 southbound between 200 and 212. Initially, it was the right lanes blocked by the crash response. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound after 175. A crash is now out of the way. There's a serious crash in Fort Washington on... The uh, region's most uh, deadliest highway, notoriously, 210, 210 southbound at Swan Creek Road. One vehicle landed on its roof. A couple more were damaged, and uh, traffic was initially getting by a single file down the center. But with fire rescue response on scene, they probably have southbound traffic stopped now on 210. No refuge on 3015. It is miserably slow and has been all day long into Brandywine, past the shopping center at Climber Drive. It's emergency signal work, and only two lanes are getting by under the dark signals. 50 eastbound, about nine miles of slow traffic from Annapolis to the Bay Bridge because of the breezy conditions today. There hasn't been an opportunity for two-way traffic and only two lanes are open on both bridge spans. Uh, in Virginia, we're looking for a new crash now on the outer loop of the Beltway. Not sure if it's local or through lanes, but it's reported near Telegraph Road. It's been slow there. It's been very heavy on the inner loop again, getting up to the Legion Bridge. Uh, 95 and 395, of course, volume delays. 66 westbound, heavy out of Centerville into the sunset. We have a new crash reported in McLean. Uh, it's uh, Dolly Madison at Chain Bridge Road. And uh, caller found one broken down in Lake Ridge on Old Bridge Road westbound near Springwoods Drive. And it was, uh, it was only one lane getting past that. And in the district, fire rescue response going for a new crash on DC 295 northbound at Benning Road. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. And uh, Amelia, things are looking pretty good around here, aren't they? Hang on, Amelia. Hang on, Amelia. Let's see if we can get you over here. Well, now we have you, I think. Hey, Sean. Yeah, you know what? Things are looking really great in weather. Unlike traffic, not much to talk about tonight. We're looking at clear skies. We do have a frost advisory in effect for most of the listening area. Through tomorrow morning as temperatures fall into the 30s across the area. Here in Washington, maybe a little bit warmer low to mid-40s to start off our Friday. So another cold start, but a beautiful day overall as we warm into the low to mid-60s with plenty of sun. On Saturday, we warm to around 70, a gorgeous day. Now there is the chance for some rain out there on Sunday with temperatures around 60 for a high. Currently, Rockville coming in at 55, McLean at 56, and College Park. At 57. All righty. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 611 now on WTOP and big international development tonight. British Prime Minister Liz Truss is stepping down after only 45 days on the job. That makes her the shortest serving Prime Minister in British history. 
The conservative resigned amid bitter party infighting and finger-pointing over an economic plan that shocked global markets and sent the UK into even deeper economic and political uncertainty. I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Washington Post London Bureau Chief William Booth joined us a bit earlier to explain what made Truss's term in office so short. Ms. Truss is toast as Prime Minister. This is mostly because she proposed an economic plan that was very kind of aggressive on tax cuts. And the markets, the bond markets, the stock market, the currency market for the British pound didn't like her plan. They thought it was unfunded, that she would be borrowing money to pay for these tax cuts. And they reacted against it fairly intensely, and then she never really recovered. She's gone now. So it's up to the Conservative Party to pick a new prime minister. What is going to happen here in the days ahead? Well, they say they're going to do it quickly in a week, but I don't really believe them. And they haven't been super competent at picking people so far. But they say that Liz Truss is going to go and that the parliamentary party lawmakers, the lawmakers in, uh, in parliament right now who are Conservative Party members, will go through their lists and pick a consensus candidate to replace Liz Truss. But this is a very divided conservative party. They have a center wing, a right wing, a left wing. They're not in any agreement at all. So I don't see that happening maybe as quickly as they hope. They might be able to come up with a candidate or a new person to take over, but I would wait and see on that. Meantime, the last prime minister who was forced out, Boris Johnson, is uh, possibly throwing his hat into the ring. What do you think of that? I think I would never count Boris Johnson out of anything. <laughs> it would be a super quick return for him. I think he's barely on his Caribbean vacation and one trip to the U.S. for a, a large speaking fee. But, I mean, Boris always said, or Boris supporters always said, you're going to miss Boris Johnson. He had problems, but he was competent and kept the party going. So it's not unreasonable that people would look to him for maybe a return. Whether it will happen, I mean, we're going to know more in the next couple of days. But it's not impossible. In the last 30 seconds here, what has this whole episode done for Britain's standing among the rest of the nations of the world? I think it's kind of trashed Britain's standing. I mean, I think Britain was seen as the adult in the room, a big member of the G7, competent-run country, healthy economy, good democracy, everything else. But they've kind of screwed this up in the last few days. I think they're lower in the polls in the global mindset than they were before. Washington Post, London, Bureau Chief William Booth. George Wallace on the Commanders next, 614. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to D.C., and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. What's the commander's news? Well, Hillary, we've got some injury concerns. John Dotson, the wide receiver, reactivated his hamstring today during the uh, warm-up part of practice. He's missed the last two games with the injury. He says he's day-to-day, most likely be questionable for Sunday. Other wideout, Deami Brown, also missing practice today. So, Taylor Heineke could be down a couple wideouts come Sunday against the Packers when they come to FedEx Field. Cardinals host the Saints tonight, Thursday night football. Capitals on the road at Ottawa, 7 o'clock start. Caps have won two straight after starting the year 0-2. Game 2, ALCS tonight in Houston. Astros took Game 1 last night 4-2. Look to take a 2-0 lead before heading back to the Bronx. The NLCS shifting from the west to east. Uh, game 3 in Philadelphia tomorrow. That series tied up at 1. College football tonight. Virginia at Georgia Tech. The Cavaliers at 2-4. and four. Georgia Tech at 3-3. Three and three. Press those picks at WTOB.com. Gets you ready for tonight and the weekend in college football. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. All right. Thanks so much, George. The top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. The Supreme Court rejects a request to block implementation of the Biden administration's student loan debt relief program. It's scheduled to start this weekend. Justice Amy Coney Barrett denied the emergency application to block the program filed by a Wisconsin taxpayers group. Virginia is closer to finalizing its controversial policy on transgender students. The public comment period is almost over, and Governor Glenn Youngkin says he expects local school districts to enforce the law. A recent call to D.C.'s 911 center was incorrectly treated as a non-emergency, and a man died. He fell to the floor in cardiac arrest, but the call taker mistakenly classified the case as a non-emergency in which somebody needed to be help, needed help to be lifted off the floor. The D.C. authorities are currently not talking about the case. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Well, a fire tore through a house in Arlington this afternoon. Seven people are needing a new place to live. Happened just before 3 o'clock on South Oakland Street. Arlington Fire and EMS says the flames were quickly put out, but the damage was extensive. One person was taken to the hospital in stable condition. We're waiting to learn the cause of the fire. Coming up in Money News. The Dow lost another 90 points today. Might be the end for Eat Bertha's Muscles. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. What about the bumper stickers? My gosh. Uh-huh. 618. <laughs> traffic and weather on the 8s. And Dave Dildine on the WTOP Traffic Center. Been a difficult traffic day. There are still a number of crashes. Beltway in Maryland. Interloop jammed Old Georgetown Road past New Hampshire Avenue. Longstanding crash after 650. The crane is working on one that went way off the right side of the highway. And on the interloop, only three left lanes have been getting by for several hours. 95 southbound, we've been telling you about the delays out of Laurel. The most recent crash happened between 200 and 212. Initially, it was the right lanes blocked, but that's by now, I'm sure, changed. It is slow northbound of the BW Parkway to get in the Hanover. The crash north of 175 is clear. The latest crash in the parkway is southbound on 295. South of 195, the airport interchange, and a fire rescue response was sent that way. 210. 210 southbound is jammed into Fort Washington. The rollover crash at Swan Creek Road, the car that landed on its roof, is on the left side. Several others damaged on the right. You were squeezing by down the center, but at times traffic was stopped. Route 301, Route 5 jammed badly southbound into Brandywine. Emergency work zone. Signal still dark at Climber Drive, and only two lanes getting by all day long on Route 301 into Waldorf. Route 50 eastbound, still a lot of heavy and slow traffic getting out of Annapolis, over the Severn River, and toward the Bay Bridge. Too breezy 
busy for two-way traffic today. In Virginia, on the outer loop of the Beltway, they're still looking for the crash reported near Telegraph Road. It's still slow there. It's still slow on both loops toward the American Legion Bridge. 66 westbound into Centerville, 395 southbound into Sherlington, northbound through Springfield, and southbound on 95 from Newington toward Woodbridge, and in slow stretches farther south through Stafford County. South of Warrenton on Route 29, a crash reported uh, south of the bypass and um, well before Lees Ridge Road with, I think, only one lane getting by. Papa John's menu items. Now $6.99 when you order two or more Papadias cheese sticks, poppers, garlic knots. That's better ingredients, better pizza, better prices. Papa John's. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Okay, this weather has just been glorious. We have some more on the way. Here's Amelia. We're in for another chilly evening and a cold night. Temperatures will be in the 50s until about 7, 8 o'clock. Overnight lows falling into the 30s in the suburbs and low to mid-40s here in Washington with a frost advisory in effect for the D.C. and Baltimore metro areas down through southern Maryland and the northern neck as well. This is in effect for tonight through tomorrow morning. After a cold start tomorrow, another really pretty day overall, a few degrees warmer with sunny skies and highs in the low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, we still have uh, really wonderful skies here in our waning moments of daylight. We've got 56 now in Upper Marlboro, 58 in Centerville. Downtown D.C. checks in at 60, and we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Coming up on WTOP. Remembering a red panda that escaped from the National Zoo and why his tail lives on. Everybody likes the idea of a jailbreaker. I'm Mike Marilla. It's 621. Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman has a message for his fellow Virginians. Listen up. This is not a typical political ad. I'm a Republican congressman saying nice things about a Democrat. Abigail Spanberger. In Congress, the parties sit apart and don't work together, except Abigail. I'm Abigail Spanberger, and you deserve a Congress that works for you. It's why I've stood up to the leaders of both political parties, leading the charge to ban Congress from trading stocks against congressional pay raises and supporting term limits. She's trying to change Congress and make it work, and she's ranked the most bipartisan member of Congress from Virginia and fifth in the country. In the CIA, Abigail worked counterterrorism. She puts country first. That's why I support Abigail. I approve this message because Congress needs fixing, but I like a challenge. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Since 1943, WEPA has offered life insurance to civilian federal employees. Now, for a limited time, we're offering $100,000 in life insurance coverage. Guaranteed. No medical exams, just your exclusive coverage. Applicants must be under 50 years of age and not already insured with WEPA. Visit WAEPA.org slash 100K to apply. WEPA. For feds. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 623. Unexpected but welcome news if you're a runner. Believe it or not, running can actually be good for your knees. Researchers say running rarely causes or worsens arthritis in most people's knees, and that includes older runners. 
Washington Post health columnist Gretchen Reynolds joined us last hour to talk about the study's findings. Most of these people were middle-aged people. They hadn't been runners, and they did training and then ran the London Marathon. And the researchers scanned their knees before they started this program. So then they started running, and they scanned them again, and their knees actually looked better than they had before they started running. They had less incidence of cartilage tears. Their bones looked healthier. Everything actually looked better. It, it looks like in this case, running made their knees healthier. And that's Washington Post health columnist Gretchen Reynolds. Some sad news to report tonight. Rusty the Panda, who captured national attention after escaping from the National Zoo back in 2013, has died at age 10. Well, WTOP's Mike Murillo set out to find out whether the tale of Rusty remains on the minds of people in Adams Morgan, where he was found. I'm here in Adams Morgan. I'm armed with a picture of Rusty the panda. Let's see who remembers his great escape of 2013. Do you know who this is, <laughs> this animal? Let's just say things didn't start off too well. Um, that is the fox squirrel. It uh, looks like... Uh some kind of fat raccoon. Just when I thought the former escapee's tail was all but forgotten. The little guy escaped from the zoo, I believe. Yeah, you got it. Rusty the Panda. Sure, Rusty. They didn't remember his name. Do you recall the big search that happened? <laughs> I oh, do. Someone does. I do. I mean, everybody likes the idea of a jailbreaker. It's just too bad the little guy couldn't tell us about his great adventure. In Adams Morgan, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 after the hour. To Jeff Claybaugh we go. Major indexes lost ground again today. By the close, the Dow is down another 90 points. The S&P 500 index down 29. The Nasdaq down 66 points. Existing home sales hit a 10-year low last month. Down for the eighth consecutive month. Closed sales were down 1.5% from August, but down almost 24% from a year ago. Mortgage rates are now well over double what they were a year ago. Freddie Max is a 30-year fix continued to climb this week, hitting 6.94%. A year ago, 30-year rates averaged around 3%. A landmark Baltimore restaurant in Fells Point is headed to auction next month. Bertha's, known for its fresh mussels, will stay open through the end of the year. Bertha's has been run by the same family for 50 years. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Thundercat Technologies. With 30 years experience, NetApp has been a reliable source of cloud solutions for federal agencies and AWS is their leading cloud platform. Thundercat and NetApp are cloud storage specialists and can supply your agency with all its needs. An effort to block the student loan debt program from the Biden administration is blocked. We'll talk about it coming up. 626. Let Meadows Farms Nurseries help you prepare for the winter with Mulch Madness. Four bags of shredded hardwood mulch for just $15.55. That's four bags for $15.55. And these are the big bags, three cubic feet. That's four bags for $15.55 for all Meadows Farms VIP customers. You can sign up to be a VIP customer at any of their 17 nurseries or go to meadowsfarms.com for more details. Limit 100 bags per customer. Hurry. Offer ends October 26. Meadows Farms Nurseries. Plant a little happiness. Looking for a better way to get a commercial loan? Turn to Bergen Herbert Bank. We're local, nimble, agreeable. You'll end up with a better credit solution customized for your business needs. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Bergen Herbert Bank. And whether you're a real estate firm, a law office, or a professional practice, I can promise you this. We're the better commercial financing choice for your business. Bergen Herbert Bank. It's better.